Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Believe it or not, we are still slowly going through the book of James. This is episode 9 in the book of James, and we still have a few more to go as we look at all that James has given us to think about when it comes to living out our faith in Jesus. After our Christmas break, we picked up last week with a passage from chapter 4. We'll look at a couple more verses from chapter 4 today, but before we do, let's review. Once again, we are looking at the New Testament book of James, written by James about 14 years or so after Jesus' death and resurrection. James focuses a lot on how people who believe in Jesus can apply their faith to the way that they live. Last week, as we looked at chapter 4, we saw James talking about the complicated idea of being at war with ourselves. James asked the question, why do they fight and quarrel? The answer was because of their desires being at war within them. You see, James understood the battle that goes on in sinful people who were trying to follow Jesus. Jesus transforms our hearts and our desires so that we can become people who want what God wants. But sometimes our old sinfulness still causes us to want sinful things. And that makes us feel like there's a battle going on inside. Do we want to do what we know is right or what our sinful hearts want? That's a tough battle sometimes, and like we talked about, we need God to transform our hearts and shape us and enable us to choose what is right. James is going to continue on that theme as we continue to look at chapter 4 today. What are we to do? How can we make an effort to choose what is right? James has some pretty good advice, so let's dive in. When I was very young, I used to watch Sesame Street. Many of you have probably watched it at some point too, so you're probably familiar with some of the characters like Big Bird, Elmo, or Oscar the Grouch. Well, a long time ago, there was a Sesame Street character named Grover, and he was my favorite. He was blue and very silly, and he always seemed to have a funny way of explaining things. One of the most memorable things he explained was the difference between near and far. I know it's a pretty simple lesson, but kids need to know what near means and how it's different from far. So Grover would run up really close to the camera, and in his signature voice, he would say, This is near. Then he would run with his arms flopping around really far from the camera, and he would shout, This is And then he would do it again and again, faster and faster each time, saying near and far, just like that, so that kids could learn the difference. The idea couldn't be any more simple. If you want to be close to something, come near to it. But if you move away from something, then you are far from it. Near and far. Anyone can understand that. James thought this idea was pretty simple as well, which leads us to our verse of the day. We're going to do today's verse of the day a little bit differently. Instead of featuring one of our wonderful listeners reading the verse, we're all going to learn it and memorize it together. I'm going to read and explain the first part of the verse, and then I'll lead you to memorize the verse of the day. James starts off by saying this in James chapter 4, verse 7. He says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. 
resist the devil and he will flee from you. What James is saying so far is that in the battle between our sinful desires, we don't have to do all the fighting alone. James says that we can submit to God. That means that we can kind of get out of the way and let God do the work of changing our hearts. But then James tells us something we can do. We need to resist the devil. In other words, we have to fight back against our sin. We lay ourselves down for God, but we don't lay down and let the devil win in our sinful hearts. No, we fight back. And guess what? When we fight back against sin and the devil by submitting to God, then the devil flees. That means that he runs away, and he runs... So, finally we get to our little verse of the day. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to say it together several times, because it is a super easy one to remember. James 4, verse 8 says... Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Let's say that together. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. One more time together. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Great job! Thanks for participating in memorizing our verse of the day. You can imagine James's message being taught by Grover. Draw near to God and the devil will flee far from you. Or, like our verse of the day makes very clear, draw near to God and God will not be far from you. God comes to meet us when we make the effort to seek Him and become close to Him. He doesn't ignore us when we want to know more about Him. He doesn't hide Himself from us when we desire to understand Him. God is a generous God in showing Himself to people who want to see Him. But how? If you want to draw near to God, how do you do that? Well, there are a few basic answers that are good for you kids, but also a good reminder to all the parents out there. The first way to draw near to God is hopefully pretty obvious. We should read our Bibles. God has shown himself to us most clearly by writing the story of Jesus across history, and your Bible holds that message. Your Bible has 66 books, 1,189 chapters, 31,103 verses, and around 775,000 words. All of those things were written over the course of over 1,500 years by 40 different authors in three different languages to all types of different people over a major portion of human history. It's a major book. It's the best-selling book in all of our history for a reason. It is God's story, and it's so important. And you today have more access to the Bible than any other people in all of history. Not only do you probably have Bibles in your house, you or your parents can pull up just about any version of the Bible at any time on a phone. Don't neglect the great gift of the Bible. Draw near to God by drawing near to His Word. Read your Bible. A second way we can draw near to God is through prayer. We don't have to go into all the details because the last season of As You Go was all about prayer. But you can know this. Because of Jesus, we have a way to communicate directly with God. We can speak honestly with Him. And even more than that, we can listen to Him. 
If we want to be close to God, we need to draw near to Him in prayer. A third very simple way to draw near to God is through being involved in a church. Sure, for many people, church is a place you go to learn about God, but church is meant to be so much more than that. The Bible tells us that Jesus loves the church and that He died for the church. That doesn't mean that Jesus loves a building. No, he loves when his followers get together, grow together, pray together, sing together, and draw near to God together. One of the most effective ways to draw near to God is to commit to loving and serving through a local church. As we finish up today, understand this simple message. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Parents, How are you going to lead your family in drawing near to God together? What changes do you need to make? How can you make Bible reading, prayer, and church involvement a priority for your family? Make a plan and then make a change. Draw near to God as a family, and He will draw near to your family. Let's pray as we finish for today. God, we need you. That's the bottom line. Help us to humble ourselves and change our lives to seek you. And as we do, we trust that you will come and change us. Thanks so much for listening. I need more kids to read our verses of the day. Contact me through our website if you'd like to be featured on a future episode. If you live in Parker, Colorado, we would love for you to draw near to God by connecting with Aspen Grove Church. We meet at 10 a.m. on Sundays at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road. You can find out more about us at www.aspengrovechurch.org. I am Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.